What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Spread Love FM. I am your host, Trev, and um, I am continuing uh, this week's conversation, uh, sharing a conversation that I had with a co-worker uh, with, uh, with, that was done with love, but uh, touched on some very sensitive uh, topics. Um, and I, I do this as a part of the Value Exchange Project, where we meet with groups from divergent groups in a virtual setting, and we discuss topics that may be hard to have with neighbors who you may not, at least in your daily life, get a chance to have these conversations with. And we give uh, us give ourselves a platform to do this. And last episode i spoke about a discussion uh, with my coworker asked who asked me do i support guns and my answer was no and um you could look at that episode and i could uh, share why i said no but also why it is a complex issue so um the next topic that we spoke about was about lgbtq uh, that how that affected him and the question he just kind of you know I did the co-worker I spoke with and let me set the premise as well that these are discussions that if you are not ready to have them whether it's at work or in your community or at school that you need to have these I, I, again let me not suggest what people need to do is against one of my own tenants. But the way I hold them and have them and feel like I've grown from them is to have them with the spirit of love and grace. And before I, I share this uh, conversation, let me read something that I like to lead with in every conversation that we have like this. And I read, leading with love and grace. We understand that conversations around sensitive topics can sometimes lead to unintentional misunderstandings or offense. Therefore, we extend grace and learning opportunities to those who might inadvertently project hate. We encourage growth, empathy, and a deeper comprehension of diverse viewpoints. So my background coming from uh, BLM and uh, fellowshipping with them for with a group that was fellows that was affiliated with BLM, not directly over the course of three plus years has allowed me to have these conversations and to try and see different approaches within a group of like-minded individuals. And in my more recent uh, reconnection with spirituality and with Christ, I've, without that reconnection, I would still not have been ready to have this because I've learned through that spirituality to have grace and to understand that my views do not need to be your views, at least in a spiritual sense. So with that being said, this next conversation is probably the most sensitive in my life because I have many friends who are self-identified as LGBTQ. And um, when... So when my coworker asked me this, it was a conversation um, that also with my spiritual reconnection, uh, there are certain beliefs that 
my neighbors have and that I have, just to be quite honest, that may come across as offensive to some of my friends in the past. And um, so this is a topic that is very sensitive and it requires a lot of grace. So when he asked me this question and his, he kind of put it in the context of, is he supposed to let his child go into a bathroom that is for, you know, I guess for if he his child was allowed to go into a bathroom that was for a the other as he saw it other sex or the other identifying gender I guess is the word like why should he have to do that and I struggled with this answer because as I said I am struggling with this. And just to put this in a wider context, uh, myself, I myself, uh, have, we have these discussions with our spiritual group. And as I said in the last episode, I meet from Tuesday to Friday with a prayer group, two and a half to three, four hours every morning. And then Friday in the evening, I meet with another spiritual group, uh, two hours, and then Saturday now I've had another spiritual group. So, and these are discussions that we have quite often. And I understand the complexity of this. And I guess I should share my approach first. And my, I didn't really quite answer him as much as listen to him, which is really one of the skill sets that is really required when you have these discussions. I really believe that it's truly a listening exercise and hearing what the divergent group has to say, not thinking that you have to project and because it becomes a debate and someone has to take the higher ground and just listen. And if you are offended to understand that this is what grace requires. I think of the civil rights leaders who sat at the lunch counters or um, didn't go to the back of the bus and were spat on and were um, abused and killed even in many cases. And the grace that they required, and for me to think that because someone is speaking their experience and it might offend me that I can't have grace in the face of that when I come from a history of people fighting and putting up with so much more. I think it's uh, in my mind a dishonor to the fight that's for those who fought and sacrificed so much more. So that's the context in which I sit and I listen and I hear, even if the other person is not listening to me. So I, as I listen to him say this, I, I, I listen, but I am now after this conversation and when he says this and I say, 
you know, I, 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 I really, again, I really didn't have much to say then because I really didn't want to, because, and this is the reason I will come straight out and say it, and hopefully it comes across with the love that I have for all of my uh, friends and colleagues and neighbors and people who I've never met, that, yes, my spirituality does not believe in LGBTQ lifestyle but I will add that my spirituality does not believe in sex outside of marriage. My spirituality does not believe in lusting after someone that is not my wife. And then none of these for me in my eyes is any worse or better or than the other. It is all just something that I believe in because of my walk with God. And I do not, do not ask of anyone else to have the same beliefs that I have. If someone sees through my inspiration, because I, I aim to inspire through my lifestyle, the word and amplification of love and God, and not instruct. I don't read a scripture and say that this is the path you need to follow. I read a number of scriptures and almost have to decode them to instruct me. God instructs me, not another man. God instructs me through prayer and through reading in the steps that I need to take for my own soul salvation. And that's where it ends. So as I hear my coworker say this, I guess coming from this point of the journey where I am, after processing it, what I didn't say then and what I would say the next time, which I did say in regards to other parts of our conversation, is that this is their journey and you can only lead through your actions and hope to inspire your child or your relative or your friend if they are looking for inspiration or if they are inspired by your actions. I can only think of all of the Neighbors who try to instruct me, family members instruct me in the lessons of God. And yet at the age of 21, I left and I've rejected God. And until the last, you know, nine months, six, seven, eight, nine months. Until then, I, 30 years away. And it was only through inspiration, not through instruction, that I am back to Christ and I am here to amplify his love through my inspiration and not instruction. So this was probably the question that I was least able to answer in the five or six topics that we touched on between my neighbor and I at work. And, um, but it's the one that I probably spoke of the most 
um, leading up to him asking the question. So I, I really want to kind of um, think about why I hesitated on that one as much as I did. Never condoning, but kind of processing and not wanting to inject my beliefs. Because in many ways, we, you know, there was an overlap there. I guess that's maybe why, to be quite honest with myself, because maybe I was in fear of given any indication that there was an overlap and agreement there uh, because it felt like he wasn't coming from the right place and I didn't want to uh, endorse that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what it was. So um, I'll leave that there and then um, just kind of touch on the next topic that we'll, we'll be touching on. And this is probably the one that is the one that I spoke on the most, which is um, he was a, a self-identifying Trump supporter, and I self-identified as a Black Lives Matter supporter. And this is where I could see the physical kind of uh, reaction from me saying that and him saying that to me. I think that's where we, and that's probably the, most dividing issue. So that will be our next conversation. And um, once again, uh, we are having these talks every Friday at the Value Exchange Project. If you would like to uh, be a part of that or even just call into our line with your opinion, uh, we are limiting the space so that we can have conversations that are meaningful during the virtual sessions. And uh, opening up, opening up, opening it up gradually. So um, you can also call into three four seven three five four five six eight three. Leave your comments or leave a comment in uh, the YouTube section and keep it uh, with love. Bring it with love. That's all. That's the one requirement that we ask. Come with love and come with grace. So uh, until next time, my name is Trev. Peace and blessings. <laughs>